We're here, Tony and Mad Max, Sunday, 11.02 a.m. This is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, but first and foremost, Tony, how is your day going, your morning more so, and how is your week and everything? Been going really good. I got the screen protector on my phone fixed yesterday. Oh, you finally got that fixed? I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, man, the uh, great experience. I never used mall kiosks before. I just never, I just never could trust that. Like there's something about, there's some sketch. Some kind of scam. About, about mall kiosks. Like, you know, we go through the mall and you see like they sell products for like, for like a buck. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're getting rid of everything. It's like, yeah, how cheaply made is that stuff <laughs> that you're selling for a buck? But these guys were great. Dude, 10 bucks. 10 bucks bad. get it done in like, in like, in, in, in like five minutes. <laughs> You look online, they're like 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta like go to, you gotta go to somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's a lot going on here, man. I mean, the Knicks had a really big pick me up win yesterday in a kind of ugly fashion against the Rockets. Rockets are terrible. 13 points in the first quarter. <laughs> Think about how bad this Knicks team has been. I don't Dude, get that it. first quarter was was just an abomination of NBA basketball from both sides, man. The Rockets were turning the ball over every damn possession. <laughs> how many, how many passes did the Rockets have that, that just went over the guy's head in, into the stands? I feel like there was like it, seven or eight. My goodness. In that first it, quarter. It, it's yes. It's like over seven turnovers in the yeah. first quarter of the Rockets. They're a, they really are a team that's one and 15. And, th- and think about this. The Knicks struggled against them. Yeah, and thanks to Alec Burks, who decided who came up huge. That's the key to, to, to that's the key to the Knicks winning. If the three-point shots are falling, they're gonna win the game. Mm-hmm. You've always said that. Yeah, unless they're playing like 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 Golden State or like a really like or like a really great team. But if they're playing like the Hornets or the Hawks or any other team in the Eastern Conference, or even even in the Western Conference, they'll win if, if they're hitting their threes. Yeah, and Burks Burks was going off too. He was. And he saved he, he saved their bacon. It was coming down to the wire. It was. He, he as soon as he made that big three pointer, that lifted them. The Noel block really was the fire starter, really. But then when Burks made that three, that game was heading in the other direction because it, that's how yeah. games work. It's all momentum. It's a game of runs, dude. Every team gets their gets their fair share of runs, but it's all about who gets who has the last run. Like who has the biggest run. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It, 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 it's all fairly even until you un, until you get on, on, on that roll to keep yourself ahead and then you win the game. And the Knicks were somewhat kind of playing behind all game unless they were either tied or they or they were down by like three or four i think the most they were down in this game i think was maybe like what like nine or ten at one point yeah it was getting oh. ugly it was a double digit lead i wasn't happy yeah. oh my goodness i could imagine man could you imagine if they actually lost to the, to the rockets i'd last probably night? say this is probably the season ending loss because that just <laughs> that just takes the confidence away from a team like that yeah well they have a game tonight against the bulls in chicago um it's it, that's a really big test for the Knicks now because the last time they played the Bulls, they won. 
they were winning every game. Remember the they Knicks? Winning every game. They were winning every game. I, 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 at the beginning of the season, I said, "Hey, I think the Knicks are a top three team in the league if they keep up this play." But then they, they spiraled in the other direction. And now the Bulls are well on their way here to being one of the perennial teams in the um uh, in the Eastern Conference. I'm actually pulling for the Knicks tonight because if the Knicks if the Knicks win. They'll be ten and seven, mm-hmm. and the Bulls will drop to eleven and six. But if the Bulls win, they'll be twelve and five. And if they're twelve and five, then they tie up with Brooklyn at, at the top of the Eastern Conference, which is really kind of petty to think of right now. Yeah. It's so early. <laughs> That's what but you man, want. But but, but you know what? These wins. I said it last night. People say, "Oh, these wins don't count." This is a, a game. The Knicks win. This could put them up somewhere in the division. You never know. I mean, they're right now in the fifth spot. I mean, but again, standings right now are just, they're not really something that you look at. No, but down the road, it could matter. It could. Yeah, but for Brooklyn, I mean, like (laughs) any time that they're the number one seed, I'll take it. And you want to be up there (laughs) as long as you can. I'm I'm definitely, I'm definitely pushing for that. Think about that. (laughs) A a team with superstar, all-star talent all the way around. Yeah, they're struggling to get to the first seed. And you know what? They they also had a close game against the Magic. They pulled it off on like the Knicks, who just freaking didn't do anything with that. And, yeah, and they beat the Cavs. Because James Harden went off. Um, and about Brooklyn, too, man. Hey, listen, they're definitely missing Kyrie. KD's been out with a, a shoulder thing. Yep. There's a little minor shoulder sprain. Um <clears throat> And they're still 12 and five. They have the third best record in, in the entire NBA behind the behind Golden State and, um, and Phoenix. So they have the best record in the Eastern Conference right now. But the Eastern Conference is so damn bunched. Let's be honest, man. As a Nets fan, do, when do you see Kyrie Irving coming back? Or do you see him even coming back at all? I could I couldn't tell you. Because if I was like a net fan, I'd be so pissed right now. I'd be like, get this guy off my team. This guy is so selfish. We, we, we could have used him against Golden State. There you go. You could use him in these games when when Durant's not playing. Just, I don't know what he's like doing. Like, is he really like that content with just staying home? Like, does he not have like a career to like to like be in? <laughs> Like, dude, like you're in your prime in your career, man. Like, why aren't you playing? <laughs> <coughs> like, seriously, like, like you're you're an NBA player. Like, your career is taking off. Like, right now, play the game. Horrible. Why is it? Or how about the reaction happen? from Steve Nash? I want your reaction to that when Steve Nash just says, "Yeah, I've been talking with him. Just we don't talk anything about basketball. I just check on him to see if everything's good with him." What the hell is that? If I'm a coach, I'm forcing him to get back here somehow. Problem is, if you get really pushy with him, then he'll really be like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I feel like I feel like Steve and even Sean Marks <clears throat> are kind of playing this like with, with kid gloves. They know who they're dealing with. <clears throat> they know who they're dealing with here. Yeah. And... They want to give Kyrie the best opportunity to, to come back 
or they want to give themselves the best opportunity for Kyrie to possibly be like, okay, I'll do it. Like, don't be pushy. And I, and I like that. There's so much more of this season to go, man. We have going through this whole winter. Playoffs don't playoffs don't start till till May. So like I feel like I feel like Brooklyn just feels like they've got the time to persuade them. Yeah. Understand I help them understand that you know you're still a part of this team. Maybe not on the court right now, but like we still care about you as a person. But they're still 12 and five. They play Cleveland tomorrow night. Um, and it's weird, man, because the East is so damn bunched up. Have you seen these? Have you seen what the standings look like, dude? Oh, yeah, man. I was looking at it last night. I, it's, it's a close the, conference. This, the standings are um, – uh, the next, the next, the Nets only lead the Wizards and Bulls by by a half a game. How about the Wizards, dude? Talk about building a team that could win. You got, you got, you got Montrez. You've got Kuzma, Spencer Dinwiddie going off. Bradley Beal uh, leading the charge. That's what you call a team. Um, yep. Wizards, Bulls are eleven and five. The Heat are eleven and six. And the Knicks are right below the Heat by a game and a half at, at nine and seven. Yep. So, and the rest of the East just rounds up Hornets, Celtics, Bucks, and then Cleveland is ninth. And the Sixers are 10th. But again, they're all bunched up with like the same records. Yep. Nine and eight, 10 and eight, nine and seven, 11 and five. And then, Brooklyn's 12 and five. <clears throat> That's kind of the most frustrating part about basketball is it's so hard to make up ground in this, in, in this sport. That's why, you know, seeding the, the seeding system works because in other sports, you pretty much have to gain ground to make the playoffs in baseball you got to win your division or if you're a second place team you better hope that the wild card is open now there is two spots you in the better hope baseball. that the, wild the first place team just drops out in august <laughs> yeah or some, something like that and then and then if they drop out you could you could take over first and go to the world series and win it apparently <laughs> oh yeah I think we've seen that before. Yeah. Well, I wonder where. <laughs> I wonder where. But plus baseball is played is played every day. So it's much easier to gain ground. You know, you, you can gain four games in four days. It's very just win four and you know the team above you loses four. In basketball, <clears throat> you can have two days off. And then the team above you has a has a um, back to back. <clears throat> so so they're playing a game over you right now. They're playing two games more. Yep. So that's why seeding works, but that's why you also want to freaking like 
that's why you you you, you got to win as many games as you can, as as many games against opponents that you should beat. Like when like when you play the Magic, you got to beat them, not lose or yeah. get a lead, which they've had before against this team. That's the God honest truth. Magic have four wins. Two of their wins have come from the Knicks. That's really like, and they almost beat Brooklyn too. Yeah. I mean, they have a young scrappy team, Orlando, you know, they got Cole Anthony. They've got, um, who else they got on that team? They got Terrence Ross, Jalen Suggs. um, Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mo Bamba. Yeah. That's a good song. No, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's what real. That's what that, that's what real hip hop is. No, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was I was I, I was watching this 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 hip hop concert from back in like oh one I think. Who was it? It was it was it was Eminem, Dr. Dre, Exhibit, and um, forget who else, but. It was it was like really good. It was good, right? Yeah, exhibit. I, I wonder what happened to him. He still makes some music. He's just like he's just not like really like 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 mainstream. He he he's not making much noise. Would probably be the yeah. thing to say. He's not really making much noise. Like people know exhibit, but he's not really making much noise as he used to. So uh, that was a very that, it, it, it it was fun to watch. See how much I see how much better hip hop was back then, and these new rappers. There wasn't any of these Astro World incidents either. <laughs> oh my God! Straight up, like having people like dead. Yeah. How about this, man? Lakers, eight and nine. They're five and six against the conference, one and four on the road, but they're seven and five at home, which is really. Nothing like two, which is which is nothing to really be to be all inspired about. But they're the teams eight and nine. They've really just had. They've had so much just just embarrassment going on, dude. Horrible. Like, what's going on over there? I don't know. I know that. Everybody's trashing on Westbrook. I mean, and LeBron is finally back. LeBron's back, but they still lost. Well, I want to they see more about this it. Nets Lakers rivalry here. Let's see. Problem is, dude, the freaking Lakers have too many of these old guys. Where's Melo? Melo. Well, Melo's there, but I think he's. I don't. I want to see his stats for like so far. So his last, so the last game he had against, I believe, was the Bucks. Yep. On Wednesday, he played played for thirty two minutes, had ten points. the The most points he's had this season is twenty nine against the Hornets on on November eighth. Um. Looking at his uh, three uh, three pointers here. He's shooting 44% from three, 44.9. He's averaging four rebounds, pretty much 
one assist. And he's averaging 15 points. Like he's a bench player. Yeah. He's a bench player. He plays 28 minutes, which, you know, Yeah, he's he's the bench player, dude. Like, but that's what he is. Like, I, against the T Wolves, dude, he had three points. He was one for twelve from the field. See, that's what Mello like. He'll put up a ton of shots. Yep. He went one for twelve. He was one for eight from three. That's what the one. That's what the that's that's what that one field goal was. It was a one three pointer against the T Wolves on November twelfth. You see, but dude, I wanted Mellow on, on Brooklyn. I guess <laughs> maybe that wasn't going to be the best idea. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. I want to see Russ, though, because Russ, you know, people talk trash about him, but like he's been putting up points. Mm-hmm. In one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, in ten games in the month of November. Is it the November? What's that say? What is he averaging? He's averaging 18.9 points so far this season. He's shooting 42% from the field, 43%. He's averaging, he's averaging around 30% from three. Eight rebounds and like nine assists, which is good. But he also makes these really dumb, these dumb mistakes too. And people just people just talk trash about him. They do. I don't know. Like he makes a lot of he makes a lot of mental errors. And I think people, I think the I think Laker fans, like, they just grew so toxic, dude. I don't get it. <clears throat> Unlike your Nets fan base. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we have our own toxic fans, but like they're just crazy. There's like I think that the toxicity is for good reason on Brooklyn. For the Lakers, it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. They went all crazy acquiring all these old guys from the freaking bench. I mean, eventually they 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 probably will get get it together, but but they're not going to be a top three seed. Absolutely no. not. No. I mean that. I mean, dude, that that Golden State team. You know, and Clay Thompson has, hasn't even come back yet. No, it's it's insane. That that franchise knows they're, what they're it's the going. leader of that conference again. J- just when yep. you thought that they were done with, here they go nope. again. They're they're back. Yeah. <laughs> and to think people were and to think people were like, oh well, Curry, he's he's definitely he's definitely gonna want to leave. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, you, you know what though, man? I'm gonna admit it right now right now on this show that if it is the nets and the warriors in the finals i am going for the nets because i really? hated go i hated golden state man those years ago because it was just so predictable and i think kd deserves to lose after leaving them but i'm gonna be rooting for the nets because i just can't i can't root for golden state I Dude, may I'll have to root for these Nets. I may have if to. Brooklyn makes the NBA Finals without without Kyrie. That is remarkable. 
I'm sure we'll get we will have an answer about Kyrie when that time comes. I'm we just will. Christmas we hear, hear something about Kyrie. I'd like to as well. I want to hear something as soon as possible. But again, standings right now, they're not really like big right now. I mean, you could yeah. look at them. It's all about just winning your games early. Yep. I think it's time. Do we shift into the gangrene territory? Oh my goodness. Not gangrene, man. You got it. That's dangerous. <laughs> that's, a ter- that's a really awful condition. I think we really have to shift into this disgraceful franchise of the New York Jets. See, I wish you were talking to Ira because I think Ira was even like, because Ira's, he is just, he is just beaten down at this point. I mean, and he was a big Mike White supporter. And the fact that this team just completely just pulled the plug on Mike White. I mean, listen, I was on here saying that Mike White, that this whole thing was just, was just, incarnate i told you about that and and i don't know why fans just because of one sanity lynn sanity incarnated into mike white the man but lynn sanity lasted months remember that mike white lasted one game ah but what what would one game equal in the amount of nba games that's true because in the NFL, your season can turn around just like that. There is a small amount of games. But today is going to be the day where we see the great, the great Baltimore Raven, the former Super Bowl champion, Joe Flacco, take his team through MetLife Stadium to fight the Miami Dolphins and take down Tua Tagovailoa. This is a game that I warned you I've said many times that Mike White getting hurt in Indianapolis was one of the, was really the biggest, that was, that was strike one right there. Then last week was strike two and three. (laughs) Not well. I guess you could say, well, actually, I, I always said that Zach, that, that Zach Wilson, getting healthier was that should be strike one strike two was was but was mike white getting hurt in indy number strike three was him throwing what was it four picks yeah against the against the buffalo bills what a horrible game and and i know you killed salah that whole game especially with the single coverage on stefan diggs that whole game it's awful. And the Bills, man, you talk about the difference between a great franchise and a terrible franchise. It's night and day. Or the even Bills look at the look- Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady's been gone for two years now. The Patriots are going back to the playoffs. The Jets, we're still waiting. We're still waiting. And, I'll, and the Patriots, do the Patriots, may, they may win the freaking division. Yeah. With the way that Mac Jones is playing. Talk about a guy that, you know, the Jets could have taken. But here we are again. But I was going to say, man, think about what the Bills think about what the Bills planned for that game. They told themselves, hey, Mike White excelled at short field dump offs, put the ball five yards ahead of them, and the guy will just run and get a first down. So we are going to stifle the short, 
we're going to stifle the short field and make him put the ball in the air. And then when you make him put the ball in the air, that's when he threw the picks. Like, it's just so simple. But that's what I mean, dude. Night and day between one franchise that is a perennial postseason favorite here. Well, they they, 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 they didn't play it like that recently, dude. They were like, what, five and three? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and not now they're six and three, but, and now, and, and between that team and that, and the team that is caught in a quarterback fake ass controversy garbage with a head coach that you don't even know what this guy is even saying, this idiot Salah, I mean, you talk about a guy that, what was it, two weeks ago was like, well, Maybe Mike could take Zach Wilson's yeah. job. Who knows? It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? If I was Woody Johnson, I'd be like, Robert, shut up. Keep your damn mouth shut. Where is the owner? Nowhere to be found. This guy doesn't know anything about football. He really it's doesn't. Weird. This quarterback thing, I did not hear from Joe Douglas. I'm sure he did say something, but I just didn't but I just haven't seen it. You really don't hear much of Joe Douglas, do you? He doesn't get enough criticism. You don't hear anything about his input on the team, but then once free agency comes around, he's going to sit on his hands. Yep. You don't hear a damn thing. I told you he's the worst GM in the league. You keep saying Gettleman. I say it's Douglas. And I stand by it that Douglas is the worst GM in the league and will continue to stand by. Where is the GM? Where is the owner talking about the quarterbacks? John Mara always talked about the um, quarterbacks, whether it was Eli here or if it had to do with Davis Webb or if it had to do with recently Daniel Jones. Like, John Mara always talks. Where is Woody Johnson? Where's Christopher Johnson? I'll, I'll talk to Christopher, not Woody. I mean, Christopher Johnson was the guy that was here for most of, you know, Joe Douglas and what and all the crap Gaze, that took place uh, with, with Adam Gaze McCagnin, and Mike McCagnin, Todd like, Bowles. Todd Bowles. Like, that was all Christopher Johnson because Woody Johnson was over in England being the freaking ambassador to <laughs> President Donald Trump. Where's the owner, dude? Nowhere to be found. Pie off making a new soap product. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> but like the Jets are two and seven. They're in last place. And dude, I mean, you talk about the page, the Patriots are seven and four. The Bills are six and three. Mac Jones could lead that team to division champs, dude. He can. He can. It's possible. Very possible, which is scary because then you start to doubt Wilson. But, I, I, I mean, you got to give Wilson more time. You really do. They gave Darnold three years here. Can we give Wilson that amount of time if, he, you know, if he's allowed here? But who knows? I want to see him progress. I want to see him get back to starting some games here. And, and Because if you, if you remember when Sam Darnold got injured his first year and he sat a couple games, he got better once he came in. So I'm hoping that, well, it, it didn't help in the long run in his situation, but I'm hoping that Wilson, he takes some notes on the sidelines and, and, and comes back and plays better than he did. But here's something that's interesting. I was reading online. 
that, and this is interesting. I'm going to tell you this right now. Zach Wilson was fundamentally falling apart in response. The Jets hired his personal quarterback trainer, John Beck, full-time two weeks ago. They're trying to get him grounded back to his fundamentals. What is this team doing to him? Fundamentals? I'd much prefer them do the fundamentals than have him just go out there and just start chucking the ball. Oh, I would too. But I mean, what is this Jets system doing to their quarterbacks? That they need a trainer to teach him the fundamentals again. I just think that he, I just think that they look at him and they're going like, this kid is really young. He's got time. This is a first year quarterback. Like if we can mold him into a, into a way that he can be successful, let's do it. But what kind of mold is that? And what track record do you have to mold the quarterback? What track record do these, do these people have? And let's be completely honest. Zach Wilson did not play high-level competition in college. He went to BYU. He's not like Mac Jones, who played Georgia and LSU and Auburn. Big-time players, big-time schools. He won a national championship. Yep. It's two, two different worlds when you're in college when you're a college quarterback in division one you gotta look at who you're playing sure bama plays mississippi state look at joe burrow yeah joe yeah joe burrow joe burrow he won a national championship he played the big boys and now in the nfl great now sam darnold played played big time schools yeah in college how that's going now cam newton literally came in there and took his job back <laughs> yeah he's just he he literally just zach is just no not zach sam is just not that good of a quarterback no. it's just what we're figuring out it's time for people to especially these analysts and announcers on all these channels here that love sam to just finally admit his fate which i was right about when he was in college and it's literally taken four years here for people to wake up, but here we are, man. But now the, the jury's out on Zach Wilson. We do have to give him some time and we have to see what's going to happen here. But I do think the jets are going to lose this game today. Robert Sala was, was killed in the media, but more, more interestingly by Rex Ryan last week, I'm, I'm sure that you've heard that rant already about Rex Ryan, but apparently Rex Ryan called Robert Sala and now is according to people on Twitter saying his praises. So Rex Ryan apparently made up with Salah and is praising him, I guess. Which is fine. We, we should talk about those comments that he was bringing up. We should, um, because you know what, man? As much as we loved Rex his first two years here, his last two or three there were just abysmal. If we remember the last Rex Ryan years, it was atrocious. But you got to think about it. Idzik was providing these players. He was so cheap. He, 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 he wasn't getting the players that Ryan wanted. But at the same time, those last Rex Ryan years were horrible. Horrible. I do remember them because they were just he when was, I was in high school. And I remember those weeks. Horrible. He coached for the Jets for – he coached for the Jets for six years. And that's long for a Jet head coach. Yeah, usually you're out in, in three. Yeah, <laughs> out in two. three or four. Not even. Gay set the freaking trend here. You're out in two. See ya. Yeah. But obviously, 
Rex went nine and seven in 09. That's when they went to the AFC title game against the Colts, a game they should have won, by the way. Um, Next year, probably one of the better, one of the better Jet teams in franchise history. They won 11 and five. Um, Of course, didn't win the AFC East because God forbid we can beat New England in the regular season, win the damn division. But they make it back to the AFC title game to play the Steelers, where again, a game they easily could have won. won yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next year they went eight and eight. Um, see, the years after the 2010 season are kind of a blur to me. I think I remember the 2011 season, they had to win one more game in like Miami and they, and they lost to get to the playoffs and they lost. And I think that's what I'm thinking of. They went and that's when eight. things really went downhill. Then 2012, they went six and 10. Um, then 2013, they went eight and eight again. I think that was the Geno Smith. Yep. First, first rookie year. season where people thought maybe there was something there. Cause he did have glimpses of mm-hmm. doing well and amongst throwing interceptions, but you thought he was, could be something. And then Rex's last season, he went four and 12. Awful. And that's what led to his demise and the Todd Bowles era began. Todd Bowles did dip and Todd Bowles came in, but then Rex went to Buffalo for two seasons and he went eight and eight and seven and eight. So he went, so he was 15 and 16 combined. He was a kid. He had a 15 and 16 record combined in Buffalo. Yep. Um, and that was just a revenge tour. Yeah, that, that totally yeah. was because, yeah, it was so obvious. I mean, come on. That freaking Week 17 game in Buffalo, like, come on. That was literally anything, oh, don't that, remind Rex me. Did, anything that Rex did horribly with the Jets, that was all made up for on that day with Rex. Like, he was like, as long as I can knock this damn team out, I will be happy. And I think anytime that Rex talks about the Jets on, on ESPN, there's just always that personal grudge. I really think that he had, I really think he felt slighted when he got fired. But he was, you know what, man? I th- if you think about it, though, he kind of really was slighted because say goodbye to Tannenbaum. They brought Idzik in. He did nothing for him. He wanted, he wanted Odell Beckham. He admitted it. But no, we had to get Calvin Pryor. There were trades that Rex Ryan wanted to make up in the draft and even players that he wanted that the GM just said no. He was slighted. He brought the team out of just total disgraceful land in which the Jets are just mediocre for years and years and years, all the way to taking them to two back-to-back AFC championships. Think about that. Do you see Salah bringing us to an AFC championship? Not, Not definitely not this year. This team needs to get talent. Yeah, and and who does that fall on? Who does it fall on? Who I've been yelling falls at falls on years. the general manager. Yes, yes. So Douglas, like, when are these media sources going to start really picking up the story that Joe Douglas isn't doing anything, and he's cheap? At least Idzik got us freaking Decker. He tried. But they were, but, but they were, but they were bad moves. They, they were bad moves. And I think it was, and it was such a very bad. And it was, as you said, it's 
it was really just a bad look having Rex's GM get taken away from him and Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum, you, you hear Tannenbaum speak on ESPN, dude. He is a really bright guy. He is a bright guy. He is. He's the one that drafted Mark Sanchez. He's the one that brought in all these players and that had a really nice homegrown feel. Like Jericho Cottry and Braylon Edwards, they weren't like big studs. No. But they but got they the played, job done. Yeah, they got the job done. Exactly. Where is that? Corey Davis isn't that. Keelan really Cole not isn't all. that. All these guys, that they, I look at these receivers, this receiving core is horrible. It's abysmal. It is abysmal. Now, don't forget, dude, the, the Jets' offensive line back then was just 10 times better. Oh, Nick hey, you're, you're never getting a Nick Mangold Ferguson. Again. Yeah, Brick, he was there. Um, Alan Fanica. Mm-hmm. Was it, Alan Fanica was an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman? Let me, let me double check for you. This is going back. Yeah, because I was like. Yeah, uh. Uh, he was a guard. guard. He was yeah, he was a guard. a guard. Yeah, that's so many years ago. They had a great team. Well, not like great, but like. Well, no, no, no. he they, wasn't on. He wasn't on the Rex Ryan team. That's why I, had, I did. He didn't really ring a bell because he he was only on the Jets from well, two thousand eight to two thousand nine. No, well, he was on the 09 team, and that when that was Rex. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So I will say, like, yeah, like that's. And then he left in 2010 to yeah. go to the Cardinals. But then, but like, I want to see that 2010 Jets roster because that was one of the best Jet teams in a long, long time. Really was. That was, was the best Jets team since what? Parcells' team in 1998? Yeah, with Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Vinny Yep. Bart Scott, Nick Mangold. I want to see the um Dustin the Keller. Dude, look at the freaking receivers in 2010. David Clowney, Jericho Cotri, Jeff Cumberland as a tight end. I'll oh. take him back. Yeah. Braylon Edwards, Santonio Holmes. We forgot Santonio Holmes. And Dustin Keller. Yep, there's a tight end. And the offensive line, dude, Damian Woody. Matthew Slauson, Brandon Moore, Nick Mangold, Wayne Hunter, DeBrickishaw Ferguson, Mike, Mike, um, Mike, Mike DeVito. <clears throat> and of course, you can't forget <laughs> the great Darrell Rivas. Yeah, Antonio Cromartie. Yep, Antonio Cromartie. Dude, these guys were in their prime. Yeah. And David Harris as a uh, linebacker. Calvin like, Pace. Calvin Pace. Bart Scott, linebacker. Remember, can't wait. Yeah. These guys played. These guys were these guys were ballers. And you're not getting that like anymore. No, you're you, that Jet team was just. It was something to witness, and it, if I thought that that was going to be the last great Jets team I'd see in a while, I probably would have cherished it more than I did, but. It's unfortunate because we haven't gotten back to that level since. I'm just trying to see who's inactive for today's game. Um, 
the Dolphins are missing um, one of their corners, a running back, one of the linebackers, the tight end, the defensive tackle. Um, and for the Jets, no Isaiah Williams, no LaMichael P. Ryan. Where the hell's he been? He's been gone. We haven't Jonathan seen him. Marshall not there. To, yeah. Um, so no one really like a huge note, really. No. Um, but yeah, where's LaMichael P. Ryan? I mean, thank goodness that Mike Carter's been turning heads here, but it's just it. We'll see what happens, dude. Yeah, P. Jets Ryan, Dolphins. he's just I don't know where he's been since last year, but huh. Have no clue. No idea. We haven't seen him take one snap this year. Not one. Ty Johnson and Michael Carter. Those are the running backs. Thank you, Joe Douglas. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, this team's but, so bad. But the Jets are only, you know, the the Dolphins are only favored by three and a half. They're not getting a lot. Okay, here. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. We we have two wins, right? So yeah. the, is now the time that we're thinking as fans, is it are we better off tanking? Or is it that this no. GM is so inept that do we think that let's just keep winning and hopefully maybe this GM will hit on a draft pick? Which he really hasn't yet. You can't tank because you only tank. Well, tanking in general is really not a good thing, but your idea of tanking really only comes when you need a quarterback and there's a stud quarterback coming up in the draft. You've got a quarterback. Or do we? Huh. At this point, you have to assume so. Yeah, you kind of have to. And, but I'm, I, I wanted Zach Wilson, and I think we owe him the time that was given to Sam Darnold. We do owe him time. Whereas with Donald, I was so on board with him getting out of here because I just saw, I saw his uh, his college play, so I does knew it, what does type it of quarterback you, he was. Does it concern you that at least in Sam's first year, like you saw him have a great game that first game against the Lions? Well, I remember the first game at the Lions, he did throw his interception the first play, even though he did win the game. But I always say I know, that. But he had, but uh, he had a great game. He did, but. There were a few passes was, there that were I, under underthrown. You have that really twisted, twisted bias against against yeah. Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, but I do remember one. Of the, I think it was. If I told you that down. Sam was help, if I told you that Sam was helping sick kids, you'd be like, you'd be like, I'll oh, screw him. No, no, I wouldn't go that <laughs> low. Jeez, yeah. no, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> No, no, no. I wouldn't go that low. Don't let the people don't don't let the people at the freaking station know that because they'll because they'll still think you're doing it. Oh my god. They'll be like, oh yeah, he's definitely talking bad about sick kids. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. But <laughs> but um yeah, and Zach Wilson really hasn't had that great game yet. No. I mean, what against the Titans? That's pretty much it. The, the game against the Titans. And then he had some great plays against the Panthers as well. He did like the play where he got sacked on in the fourth quarter and then got up right after and 
threw a touchdown in the end zone. I believe it was to Corey Davis. I do remember that. He's mm-hmm. he had some he's had some flashes, but it's just now just staying consistent. He's got to get going in the first quarter. We can't wait till the second half. This is a four Damn quarter. Great. This is a four quarter game that we play here. Not two. The quarters. best jet game. This is the college basketball. Game. The best jet game this season that we've heard that we've seen was probably the game against the Bengals. Yeah, it probably was. But it wasn't but game. it wasn't Wilson, it was White. Because the Bengals were pretty much healthy. Mm-hmm. The Titans didn't have their top receivers. If they no. had Julio Jones, if they had um what's his name? Um who's the other one? Julio Jones and the other oh Brown. Brown. They would have they 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 would have trounced them. They did have Derrick Henry, but I mean, come on. Yeah. So we'll see what happens today, dude. Joe Flacco. If the Jets are really playing this off as like we are trying to keep the fans away from Mike White as far away from oh he they're they're, they're trying to keep the fans away from Mike White as possible, as far away from as possible, then that's just sick. Yeah. That's not like you got to do what you think can help the team win. And I think if you really think about and they're it, blaming, I think Flacco offers the most to win just because he's a veteran. But they're blaming the Dolphins blitz heavy defense. Like, really? See what Mike can do. I don't know. This Seems- has a lot of. And there's all negative press constantly, and it's rightfully so. But, I mean, another negative press with Zach Stacy. Did they really have to throw the Jets to give them it? Because he played for the Rams. I believe he played for the Rams longer than the Jets. Oh, they said former Jet running back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And he played for the Rams for three years and the Jets for one. So I don't know why they threw him into the Jets category right away. They might as well have just thrown a freaking jet jersey on him while yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well. Yeah, he might. jet jersey. Uh, scumbag. That's literally the definition of a pure scumbag. Yep. Thank goodness Horrible. he's out of the league. Horrible. Problem is, if he was still in the league, would they have even like shown that video? Yeah, I don't know. I will probably because they did that with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Did they do that with 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 Ray Rice? Was he yeah, they he did. was still he he was still in the league. Yeah. That's the stuff with Adrian Peterson didn't have didn't have a video. No. And they let him back but, in the league, but everyone but they let oh, Kareem Hunt back in the league. They picked yep, Ray two, Rice. Well, Stacy's been retired. But Ray Rice, it's interesting why they didn't let him back in because they let Kareem Hunt back in and Adrian Peterson beat his kid. And and it wasn't like just like a twelve year old, ten year old. This was like I think a toddler or two years old who so he didn't face any repercussions. Horrible. Horrible. Like Ray Rice really was an unsung player in a way. He just was never allowed back in. So long ago. And he what's crazy is that he was one of the top running backs in the league at that point. He was absolutely. Was he on that championship Raven team? Yep. They're number one back. And then they just, the video drops and that's the end of them. And it's, 
I mean, you, you never put a, a woman, but it's like, if you're going to let all these other players back in, even Michael Vick, after what he did, you know, you kind of, kind of feel sorry for Ray Rice in a way. Cause it's like, he got screwed out of everyone. Everyone else got back in, but he had to sit on the sidelines. Damn straight. But the biggest tragedy is Kaepernick though. That's a, that's the biggest tragedy. Mm. You think he's, yeah, he, he's never coming back to the league. No. And it's a shame just because of a peaceful protest in which it was a knee and people lost their shit over it. But, Oh my God. This country is just really insane. Or how, how about Rittenhouse getting off? Oh my goodness. When I saw that news, man, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Because now that city is going to be torn apart. This is like. Politics are everywhere, man. Everywhere. They are everywhere, dude. This is. um. I dread 2024, dude. It's going to be all. It's going to be the same thing all over again. And. <laughs> These white supremacist groups, man, like they're coming out. Yeah. And who's to say that another freaking vigilante doesn't just start like spraying more more protesters with bullets? Why not? Kyle Rittenhouse set the trend here, set the example that, hey, you can do it and get off. You, you have to face yeah. the consequences. It, you, you were using self-defense. Yeah, if you <laughs> you're holding if an you AR-15. Self-defense. And that whole court case was just a whole, just a whole circus, dude. That judge, Judge Schroeder. I mean, he wanted him him his license. Yeah, I know. He wanted him off from the start. This guy. Oh my goodness! It started off with how he said that he didn't want any of the um, people who were killed to be called victims. Yeah, he wanted to call rioters. Yeah. I don't know what you really do to change the system. I, I really don't know. I really don't know what you do, because if you say, "Oh, well, we have to have more people of color on the um, on on the bench," like mm-hmm. that's great, but like the division is still going to be there. Like it, that, there's it's got to be an equal partnership of of ideas. <laughs> it can't just be, "Oh, well, we got to have less white people." in our judicial in our, in our judicial system because then that's like because then that's alienating an entire race of people because they yeah. just because they're just doing their job i mean like it, it's really not it's not that simple of a thing it's very complicated it is so i mean listen i don't know what you do you talk to a lot of hip-hop people i'm sure you talk to a lot of people like you talk to a lot of people on the on the side. Yep. Like, what's your thing? Like, My how thing, do you change the system? I don't know. Keep voting. That's all I could say. Keep voting these people out. Because every election makes a difference. You got to keep voting these people out of office. That's all you can do. I think that's the only thing that you can do, really. I don't know, get involved in politics if you're passionate about this stuff. That's the only thing I can say. Because it's 
I don't know when it's going to change, but it's getting ugly. Every everything, I, I stopped listening to Joe Beningo. Did I? Did I? I sent you that message that someone left a review on his page. Oh yeah, he's such a conservative. It's so funny. Like it, you it, just tell it, he's pissed off about the fucking Cleveland Indians changing their name, changing their name to the um, uh, to the um, uh, Guardians. He's pissed. <laughs> I don't really care, dude. I mean, I, I like Joe. Joe. I do. Is, I don't. He was praising the insurrection. When on his, on his, um, on his podcast. Yeah. Uh, what was he saying about it? That's what people were saying in the reviews, but I heard him like throw a dig at the jets and he compared them to, to the, the president right now. And I was like, Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so- well, he's, he's definitely Republican. I mean, who he, he's going to talk about sports. I know, but he brings politics involved in it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the yeah. You can't do that. Can't. Which people, which people may say about us, they're like, oh, they're complaining about this, but they're doing that. But I'm standing up for what's right. I think we should get we should do a quick giant talk, man, because they played the Buccaneers uh, t- tomorrow night actually for Monday Night Football. I want your take, man. Um, they could win that game. They're definitely like you know, there's. They're still pretty much in this. Yeah. Three and six. That win against the Raiders was was season saving. Yep. I don't think they'll beat the Bucs. Tom Brady has not lost three in a row in like God. Since Forever. like 02, I think. So I think that this is where it gets snapped right here. Which is fine. Like the Giants were never gonna make noise. Saquon is Saquon is still is still questionable. The guy the guy never plays. Nope. Now the Bucks have been going through a lot of injuries too, man. Antonio Brown never plays. Gronkowski, you talk about a guy that's breaking down. He's pretty much done. Gronk, like he he hurt his ribs, like and then he they, they, he tried to come back and like oh no he's gonna have a couple more weeks. He's he's done. And their and their and their defense is just is just not that good. Their, their secondary is trash. Richard Sherman is hurt. He's another old useless bag. So, but I think the Bucks will pull out the win. The Bucks are at home, so it should be it should be an easy one. I think so. I think I think you're right on that. But that's all I have to say. Let's call it quits here today, man. Let's do the socials. Yeah, you go first, man. All right. My Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe. You can check out all the previous episodes on any podcasting platform that you listen to. iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher. We are there. And you, you can check out the website, maxcoglin.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. That's pretty much it. We want to wish everyone a, a happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure we'll be on next week, probably either Saturday or Sunday, if you can. Are you going to want to do the show next week? Um, I'll see what's happening um i'll let you know when that time comes um yep thank you guys i want to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving be safe out there wear a mask please if you can 
get vaccinated, please. The booster shots are out. If you haven't gotten your vaccine already, which I think you really should have, <laughs> get it, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a rough winter, man. Like, Case are going up again. Yep. Get vaccinated. Be safe. Wash your hands. Have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. So long, everybody. So long.